Yo, 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 Thought Warriors, what is up? It's I, Van Lathan. It's me, Rachel Lindsay. My voice cracked just then when I said Van Lathan. It's the beet juice. It is the beet juice. I was drinking some beet juice, uh, trying to get my healthy on. And, you know, Rachel, doing what she always does, she attacked me for it. Oh, now y'all know it's the other way around normally. I, I'm just picky. Me. I'm just a picky. Actually, I didn't attack you. I asked you a question. I said, what are the benefits of beet juice? What does it taste like? I was trying to see if this is something that I could tap into. It's not. Yeah, but, but like, uh, you know, it's. You asked me a question in that accusatory way. Wow. You know, you could taste, you could, you could taste, wow. it. you know, like when it's kind of like a way when a black woman asks a black man, Ooh. if he, when a black woman asks a black man, if he dates wow. black women, that question is never not charged. It's like, do you date black girls? It doesn't Did matter how it she, like sa- it doesn't matter how she says it. She said, she could say it's do super people nice. people ask you that all the time? They used to. Yeah. They used to, used to. They, they, they used to ask you, me all the time. I'm uh, trying we, to think, do I, is it something that I led with in initial conversation? I think so. Like, and look at me. Look at me now. It's true. Look at me. <laughs> me and Kalika showed up to one place together and they go, uh, man, I didn't know you dated black women. I'm like, what? <gasps> it's like, what about me? That's, that, that made me look at me different. Like, what about me says OJ? I don't, I don't scream Orenthal. Okay, do I do I do I look like a do I is that is this a Cuba Gooding Jr.? I don't think so. Right? Ben. I, I okay, don't, yes, I don't, correct. Do I have Cuba? <laughs> do I have Cuba Gooding Jr.? Am I like Miami, just off the coast of Cuba? Am I you know what I mean? Like, am I just am I 90 miles away from being Cuba? I don't think that's the thing. By the way, shout out to those guys, but I'm that's not my thing. I wonder why. What I do you have thoughts? No, I don't have thoughts. I don't know why somebody came up and said that to you. Because I, I hate when people do that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? I think uh, it, it also, I think TMZ didn't help it either. Well, TMZ definitely did. I mean, when they show the newsroom, there's you. There's me. And nobody else. Right. And it's like. <laughs> so maybe people just assume yeah, what, uh, what assume, your friend circle look like. You know, people assume stuff like that. They love to assume. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, they, they think how how much of a. Of a, excuse me, Judge Lindsay, real nigga, could you be if you're working in the TMZ newsroom? But they don't well, know. It's the Marvel conversations. You know what I mean? Like, there's that's, just like. That's the Marvel conversations. What <laughs> it's does like, that have you, to do? You know, like, you'll say, like, oh, I hung out of game stuff. I don't know. It's just like stuff you do. You'll be like, oh, I'm a are, little nerdy. Wow. I don't is know. that, <laughs> is, is, are you I'm saying. I'm just trying to figure out why somebody would come to this conclusion. Have you ever heard of a blurred? No. You know, Know what a blurred is? A no. blurred. And I don't like the way you're saying it. Is a black nerd. So it has nothing to do with Just the fact blurred. that you use that terminology. I don't think that that's a widespread term that's used but in the blur- black. Don't urban I, dictionary. Don't urban I'm not dictionary. urban dictionary in anything. I'm saying that I think blurred is a real deal. You know what I mean? Jackson, I think- have you ever heard of blurred? Jackson, you ever blurred I, before? I had not heard of that before. Isaiah? Nah, no, no, no. Trudy? I'm going to stand with you, man. I've heard of birds. Hey, okay. Trudy, okay. black woman. Would you, you like to I mean? introduce Trudy since she well, said her name? Yes, we have a tr- new producer on the show, Trudy. Uh, her, new, her name is Trudy Jenkins. She is the blackest of the blackest people that are, exist. That's why she knew about Blurs. Shout out to Trudy, who's going to be. Do you know Trudy's actual us. name? Or? 
I don't know her actual name. Was like, was I know don't know her last I'm name? I'm hollering because my last name is not Jenkins. Yeah, Joseph. What is your last name, Trudy? What's Joseph. your last name? Trudy Joseph. That sounds like a that sounds like a like a spunky private eye. You know what I mean? He always like a, takes it back to this. It, it does. It sounds like a spunky young private eye. Hey, I'm Trudy Joseph, and I'm on the case. Did you know that there's a blurred.com? Yes. What do you think? Of course I knew. Okay. You, you, are, you, wait, wait. You're, you're, you're saying, you're saying that you don't, you really didn't think that that was a thing. That you thought I was making that up. I thought, yeah. Which would okay. be, would it be far fetched? You have a, a big imagination. I do. I could see you naming yourself. You know what? I'm a blurred, and nobody else says. No, blurs are. It's a blurred thing. The whole, there's a whole it's blurred like a whole culture. community. Clearly, a whole community of blurs. You know why? I guess I didn't fit in. Because we felt marginalized and ostracized <laughs> by people like yourself. Who put us at the Simply margins talked about of society? The name. I'm just saying. Um, we also talked about Snowfall before this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, we were. And you have not seen Snowfall before. I have not. I have not. And you were telling me this is something I should get into. I yes. asked you how many seasons? Se- three seasons. Three seasons. Season four is coming up pretty soon. Uh, Where it, could I binge? Uh, FX on Hulu. So oh, the, okay, the FX okay. on Hulu thing. You watch Snowfall. Uh now. Do you know what Snowfall is about? Uh, snow. Like how? What do you mean? <laughs> well, I'm, it's about snow. And I know, and I've seen the cover art, so black people. Snow and black people. Like what? But what's happening with them? I, I mean, I, I don't, they're cold. <laughs> I mean, man, all you're, all I'm working with here is a title. And I'm supposed to just make up this whole thing. I'm Snow is you, falling. I, we, we black talk, people. Are li- we we I know, talked I, about this. We talked yeah, about yes, this before the said, podcast. All you said was Alaska. And it deals. They're in Alaska. The snow is falling. It's falling really heavy. They're all gathered together. And it's about things that happen to them. <laughs> I'm not here okay. to entertain you. This okay. Is, so that's this all is you gave the, me. So this is the funny part. Okay. So before the podcast, you guys. Rachel, who's never seen Snowfall. Ask me what Snowfall was about. I just finished watching the first three seasons of Snowfall. I told Rachel that Snowfall was Are you about lying? a. <gasps> I told Rachel that Snowfall <laughs> was about a family, a black family that lived in Anchorage, Alaska, that had to huddle together and stay away from the rest of the community as the snow fell. And the reason why you saw, the reason why you saw. Sunshine in the commercials is because every time the season would end is during the summer and we come back only in the winters. Snowfall is about a drug kingpin named Franklin Saint who lives in Los Angeles is getting his dough from the CIA. And it's called Snowfall because it's cocaine. That's what Snowfall is about. I literally said before okay. the podcast, I'm like, it's about people living in Anchorage, Alaska. It's a black family, and everybody's out to get them. And the snowfall is about the snow. And no, I it was it went unchallenged. Now I know that one of you guys, between Trudy Jackson and Isaiah, knew what snowfall was really about. Please tell me that one of Trudy you Trudy does. I Trudy knew. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to do her like this. Trudy, Trudy, you are not making a good first impression. I am so sorry. That is my favorite show. And you are so wrong, Ben. Okay. Can I just say that, first of all, you said it with all seriousness. And I thought, wow, black people in Alaska. That's an interesting concept. (laughs) I thought, 
whoa, we're going to really get to know the inner workings of, of their life, of what it's yeah. like for them to live in True. this forgotten place. Not Alaska, but the way he described it, it was like in a forgotten town. Mm-hmm. So, wow. I will Snowfall. never believe anything else that you say. Probably you, smart. <laughs> like, I Probably. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I, I think, I'm even sure Jackson was like, huh. I think Jas- Jackson asked questions yeah, as well. I didn't know what Snowfall was about. I, all I've seen is the art and Van's tweets. Oh, my God. Wow. The artwork, right. Wow. The art is beautiful. The art is great. I was able I to... I said black yeah. people with Snowfalling. Black people Snowfalling. They live in Alaska. I don't want to see the show anymore. Nobody stopped. You've ruined it for me at this point. <laughs> nobody stopped me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring this up at the top of the podcast and just you know, kind of see. Uh, Snowfall, shout out to uh, uh, Eamon Joseph. Shout out to Damson Idris. Uh, you know what? Get on with shout the, out to Isaiah. Uh, shout with out to the everybody, man. You guys, uh, Melody, Melody, the whole the, shout out to all of you guys. Rain Edwards, you guys are doing a great job. You guys are doing a great job. Let's take a break. Come on, Blurred. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right. Um, one of the dumbest fucking things I've seen in quite some time. <laughs> I don't care. Everybody can do whatever they want to do, right? Everyone can do whatever they want. I'm not saying that they can't do it. But that doesn't mean that it's not dumb. It just doesn't mean that. And one of the dumbest things I've seen in quite some time uh, is done by rapper Lil Uzi Vert, who reportedly, it's not reported that he did this, it's reported the cost, reported, reportedly put a $24 million pink diamond in the middle of his head. He got it. He got a piercing on his forehead. And he put a $24 million diamond in the forehead. Now, I don't know how you do this. Uh, I know that people get piercings in their cheeks and stuff like that. I don't know how you get this diamond and plant it in your forehead. I don't know how this works. Uh, it, it, he says it's, it's 10, almost 11 carats. And they also posted a video or a picture of him later on bleeding out of his head and said that if they try to take it out the wrong way, he could die. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I got to put my old man pants on right now. This is, um, this is the dumbest fucking thing I've seen in a long, long fucking time, man. 
This is really, really, really stupid. Old man pants? Just yeah, your saying, just your sane pants, man. Mm-hmm. Wait, I have a question for you. Sure. I know that snowfall <laughs> is oh about God. drugs, mm-hmm. but is it in Alaska? It's in Los Angeles, right? <laughs> It takes place in That's LA. That's the only thing I needed in to know. In and around LA. No. I to know. <laughs> it doesn't take place in Alaska. <laughs> well, what they going to do? Uh, no. <laughs> it doesn't take place in Alaska. I, I just wanted some of it to be right. It takes okay. place in LA. No. Everything was okay. made up. <laughs> Man. I'm sorry. I'm so, like, I might watch it now. Anyways, I don't even know how to respond to this, man. I don't even know. There's so... Uzi says he spent three years paying on this diamond, right? $24 million. And then he said, you know what I'm going to do with it? I'm going to stick it in the middle of my head. I've, mm. I don't know if I should be concerned. I don't know if I should laugh. I don't know if I should be upset. I don't know if this is irresponsible. I don't know if I should be mad at the person who actually had the audacity to pierce this into the center of his head. Mm. Is this what the culture is now? Is this where we are as a society? I mean, is he okay? <gasps> he can't be okay. He said he tweeted he was trying to turn into a diamond. He's I, I not okay. Know. I don't want to make accusations about like him not being in the right mind, but he can't be. I, I wonder, I guess my question is what's next? <laughs> there isn't one. Yeah. What's next? Look, by the way, Uzi is free to do whatever. It's his body. Free to do whatever he want to do. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not standing behind this fucking shit. This shit is He's dumb. He's not okay. He's he walking around with the biggest target. It it makes my stomach turn to look at it. He's walking around with a gigantic target on him because he's got this diamond. Uh, he's 26 years old. He $24 million on his person wherever he is. Uh, shout out to Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs posted on his <laughs> on his Twitter uh, the scene with Thanos grabbing the diamond, the Mind Stone off Vision's head, and says, "When I see little <laughs> yeah, Uzi Vert, hilarious." I don't know, man. Uh, He's I, not okay. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. What I'm I'm concerned because I saw a lot of the kids that look up to Uzi. Once again, my old man pants on, saying how dope this is. Who said that? Is this going to make people go and start putting diamonds all in their face? I know that some people have diamonds in their face, but this is a big-ass diamond in the middle of his head. Is this what's next? True or false, Rachel? This is what's next. It can't be. It can't be, Van. It can't be. I need need people to understand that he was not 100% there when he decided to put this diamond in his head. He couldn't have been. He couldn't have been all the way there. (laughs) I don't want to make accusations and say he was on something, but I would venture to say that he was. You know, back in the day when they used to have those commercials that were like, <laughs> never mind. I'm what? not even going to say, say that. No. Why are you not saying it? Are you I don't about? know if it's offensive or not. Say it. You know, like back in the 80s when they used to be like, this is your brain on drugs. Right. And they used to crack the egg and scramble it. Right. I feel like you can just replace that with the picture of Uzi. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Just that's it. I, I mean, I have no words for this. Like, just don't do don't do this, y'all. This can't be cool. It's not OK. The man said that he could possibly die. He showed you saw the blood coming from his head. Like, I'm sure next week it won't be in his forehead. He says he's been. Uh, I don't think I think you're wrong. He's been. He said he's been playing paying for the diamond for 
Three years. Uh, five years. Five years, he said. Five years. Um, from Put it on something else. Don't you think he ruined the value of the diamond by putting no, it in his head? That's say, what I kept thinking, too. They say that the diamond is all natural uh, and that it's going to hold its value. The diamond is only going to go no. up in value. No. that ha- Something has to be attached to the diamond for it to be in his head. It's got to be on hooked on something. So it had to, it's taken away its value. It has to. Um, you know what's funny about uh no, that, that commercial? Oh. That, that commercial, your <laughs> brain Friday. on drugs commercial. Friday. <laughs> is that I don't think that commercial was very effective. No, it wasn't effective. I know Matt It just niggas, made you hungry. It, yeah. It, first of all, it made you want an egg sandwich. That's the first thing. And then secondly, <laughs> some people want a Friday brains. They're like, oh shit, you got it? That's what it's going to do to me? You holding? Why can't I get some of that at? Almost every single thing that they tell you, that's how I knew those drug, like when the drug guy would come to school. Dare. Yeah, when the dare guy would come to school, they never did a good job of telling you how bad the drugs were. They'd be like, listen, these drugs, you take one hit and you think you can fly right to the moon. Like people <laughs> see stars, they see colors. And I'm sitting down, like, God damn, that sound kind of lit. <laughs> like, we're like, when you go get to the bad part? You know what I mean? I'm, like, guys, I'm telling you guys, one guy ran for four days straight. I'm like, that's pretty dope. You know what <laughs> I mean? That man could go to the Olympics. And that's why it wasn't effective. Or, or just say no. Well, what would it? <laughs> sure, Nancy. No. Sure, Nancy. <laughs> um, yeah, you know who I had a conversation with today? We'll Uzi? move off Uzi. Oh. Not Uzi. Orlando Jones. The comedian. He's not a comedian. He's a, he's an actor. Doesn't he do stand up too? No. Do mm-hmm. I not have the right Orlando Jones? I know about who Orlando he, Jones. He is a comedian as well as an actor. Okay, thank you. See, we ain't about to do his, this. His again. thing literally says an American actor and stand up comedian. Thank well, you. I gotta be real with you. I think that you, I think that you minimized him by saying. He's I know a he acts as well. I think a comedian wants to be given their credit. Not he's not just an actor. He's a comedian. It's hard to be a comedian. It's hard to be an actor too. But I don't. I don't you think just he... at least you took it all the way away. I didn't even finish. I said the comedian. You said he's not a comedian. You took that away. You just said Orlando Jones wasn't funny. No, I didn't say he's funny. That's he's hilarious. exactly what you just said. I tell I tell you something else. We talked, and Orlando Jones is a brilliant, brilliant man. We talked today. Uh, he wants to come on the podcast and talk about some things that were going on with him and the last season of American Gods and some stuff like that. He's been vocal about some things, but he went through. We went through his whole uh, career, and we talked about it. Apparently not. Well, we did. We did. I mean, look, he talked about the reason why he strayed away from doing comedic roles. He talked about this. We, me and Orlando Jones today, we made a connection. I'm glad you had a conversation. It wouldn't be the show if you didn't name drop. But continue, because I'd love for him. That's a name drop? Yes, you're always telling us who you know, who you talk to, who follows you, who's in your DMs, which council you sit on. Wow. And it's okay. I love wow. it. You you bring great people. Your connections bring fantastic yeah, people I'm sorry. to this podcast. I'm sorry. I don't have uh, amazing friends like Hannah B. Whoa. That I could talk Whoa. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that, yeah. That's that, two strikes in the podcast. I, I, no fall. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah B. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hannah B. You, you hang out with Hannah B. Would you like? Are you open to a further relationship of hanging out with Hannah B? Are you open to like you and her, you and her being friends? I'm good, man. I'm good. If it was gonna happen, it would have already happened. I think we both are cool with the way things are. Stop. Well, you guys did that video together that uh that passed the torch. Um, I think everybody was in their respective households when that happened. And I was participating as a whole in unity with the bachelorettes. It would have looked a certain way if I hadn't. And there's also a reason why that came out later and not in May when it was supposed to, when certain things were said. I'll tell you what. Stop, stop. Come on, Orlando. Orlando. Uh, Orlando. So Orlando's oh, no, 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 going to be coming on the podcast. Orlando's going to be coming on the podcast. We're going to be talking to Orlando. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing that he's not going to do. I know for sure that he is not going to advocate for getting a $24 million. You know, <laughs> can I tell you something about this? You guys just watch something happen in real time. You watch something be so dumb that I could not sustain the energy to talk about it. That's really what happened. That's why yeah. I brought up the conversation with Orlando. I'm sorry. This is fucking stupid. Don't I apologize just, for that. Look, uh, Uzi Vert, I, I hope you make, a, if you got a million dollars, I hope you make a billion. If you got a billion, I hope you make two, but none for me. Kids, don't go out there and put no diamonds in your head. Somebody going to smack your face and rip it right out your head. You're going to be walking around here with a big ass scab in the middle of your forehead and you're going to be broke. Don't do that. Don't do that. You ain't got no security. Don't put no goddamn diamond in the middle of your head. You're going to be scabby and broke. <laughs> scabby and broke. Take a break. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. You could be doing anything this week, right? You've got work, errands, friends, and a whole lot of fun in between. And that's why the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the capable SUV that's built for your life. With premium interiors, available wireless charging, and room for your whole cargo and crew. Okay, Hyundai. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the all-new 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Oh, uh, I saw something that seemed weird. Did you see that Lamar Odom is going to participate in celebrity boxing? He's going to box Lamar Odom, 6'10", two-time champion with the Los Angeles Lakers. He's going to box Aaron Carter in a celebrity boxing match. Apparently, this is going to happen. Uh, Aaron Carter says he grew up street fighting. So he's ready. He's ready to fight Lamar Odom, who is 6'10", I would guess at this point, north of 250, 260 pounds. Aaron Carter, who looks to be around 5'1", uh, probably 13, 
14 pounds, okay. is going to fight Lamar Odom in a celebrity boxing fight. And Aaron Carter thinks he's going to win this fight. Says it's going to be well, a war. Well, of course he does. Remember when he thought he beat Shaq, too? Remember that song that he had? That was actually kind of lit, though. No, it wasn't. And he thought he beat Shaq. He did. It turned out to be a dream. Listen, you said this is weird. Once again, what is wrong with our society? This isn't weird. This is concerning. You know, one name, Nate Robinson. We saw what happened. And I guess I just, for me, it's so concerning and it's troubling because, again, I'm like, what are we celebrating here? Two troubled individuals who are down and out and we're going to exploit the fact that they are in need, financial need, because I'm assuming that's the only reason why you would do this, and financial need for our entertainment. It's very like gladiator like, right? Like it's like we're, we're like we, we want to see them gladiator. go at it for our entertainment, right? Lamar Odom has what he almost died. What was that? 2019, uh, 2015. Something he like had that, a stroke. Yeah. I think he's had several strokes and and heart attacks since he then. He had twelve strokes, I think. Or something like that. Okay. And then Aaron Carter's struggled with addiction. Um, he's there was like abuse allegations against some people in his family, um, that he was abusing them. I mean, like, I don't want to see Aaron Carter and Lamar Odom fight. This is sad. Man, don't you just feel sad for them and what we're trying to celebrate here? Like, I'm not I'm not supporting this. I'm not participating in this. Uh, first of all, the fight's probably never gonna happen. Well, um, I Even doubt it, the fact that it that it's it's been announced. The fact that they're thinking that it that it may happen. I doubt I doubt that it ever happens. But I'll tell you one thing: I'm excited about it. Oh, super man. excited about it! Couldn't you're gonna be, be more front row with the diamond in your up. head? And I tell you why: we need some revenge for what happened to Nate Robinson. No, this ain't it. We need some revenge. Is Floyd man. Fight, fight, fighting the other brother? Nah, they called that shit off. They called it off. We need some revenge for what happened to Nate Robinson. I think Lamar we're fine. Odom, Lamar Odom, you got a lot on your plate right now, bro. You got to go in here and whoop this straw up. And what if he doesn't? If it look, if Lamar Odom gets beat the fuck up by Aaron Carter, he can't come back outside no more. And, That's and not so, gonna happen. So how does this help Lamar? He's gonna go right, gonna spiral right back to the He's place he was. Ten, put this man in a jab and call it a night. Like uh, the guy, the big South Don't know. Jab, Aaron jab, Carter might be hand. nimble. He might be quick. Um, look, I'm not saying Aaron Carter a, a hoe. He looked like he could fight. Not what I said. He looked like, <laughs> like I mean, look, I'm not saying look, I'm not saying Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter looked like he didn't have some hard living. I'm not, I'm not gonna say he looked like he could fight, but he looked like he didn't have some hard living. He probably down. But the reality Clearly. is that. I, I'd say Lamar Odom is the clear favorite here. And look, I understand that, you know, this looks bad. Especially it looks bad for Lamar Odom, who, like I said, two-time NBA champ, to be, like, doing this. Because the celebrity boxing thing, in this way, it signifies something. It doesn't just, it means something. It means that you're at a certain point in your life and your career when you do exactly. this. Exactly. Not in the way that Jake Paul and them did it. That's different. They don't, Jake Paul is known for doing stuff on YouTube and this type of stuff. But to, to get in the middle of this fight, it means something. Having said that, man, Lamar, man, put something on his ass, Lamar. No. Man, Lamar, put something He's on his troubled. ass. He's troubled. He's too, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to support it. Rachel, the culture is 0-1 in celebrity boxing fights. 
Oh, we started with Nate Robinson? We started that with Nate Robinson. First, celebrity that's boxing. not the first. That's not the first celebrity boxing it's, but match. But it's, it's the first one that really matters. Come on, keep it a buck. It's the first one that really matters. It's the first one that we really watched and kind of got behind. Because we had to. We were trying to watch Tyson and Holy, not Holy, <laughs> Tyson and um, Roy Jones. I know. That's but why. I was interested otherwise, in that. otherwise, I would have never watched it. I think the Nate, the Jake Paul, uh, Nate Robinson fight was a bigger draw for me. I care more about that one than I did about Tyson and Roy Jones. Tyson and Roy Jones, I've seen a lot of those guys. It was interesting, but I would have tuned in if it was Jake Paul and Nate Robinson mm. just as much. You don't think mm-hmm. so? No, you're part of the problem. Look, the culture is zero and one. We need to get we need to get to one and one here. We need to get to five hundred. Is what we need, and so not it, with it, them. Can we pick somebody else? Who? who no, we this want, is who what we, we got. Who do we want to see? Who do we want to see? Like a that, black white matchup. You want to start a, a race white, one? Let's a, do it. Well, they already did Let's a see. black a black Ooh, white militant rage. A militant rage. They already did. Big rage. Big rage. Let's see. Uh, who would we want to see? If it wasn't going to be these two guys, who would we want to see? Who would like we want somebody to see? who? I get what you mean. Not all the way down, like like Lamar and Aaron, uh-huh. but not at the top of their their game. Okay, so this is this is the dream celebrity fight. Okay, representing Vanilla Village. Okay, he has several past incidents of blatant racism, but went on to a successful movie career. He's even played a boxer representing Vanilla Village, Mark, Marky Mark He's too big. He's too big. He comes out there all shredded. He's too big. The whole nine like that, like the whole situation. Mark Wahlberg. You know, Mark Wahlberg, think about it. He's actually, he's not just, he's actually lived it before. It's too he's big. been out there doing it. Mark Wahlberg. All right, now. Mine would say, be Vanilla Ice. No, hell no. What? It can't be somebody's at the top. No. We don't like Vanilla. He was performing at the Trump of Mar-a-Lago. No. Yep, Vanilla Ice for the I'm white not, folks. Nah, mm-hmm. I'm not watching Think about that, it. though. He comes out to uh, Ice Ice Baby. He's got the Ninja Turtles behind him. They're singing the Ninja. Turtles supporting that. <laughs> they did. No. They did back then. They did. They're singing know. Ninja. Ninja. The, no. Ninja. The ninja. Rap. You know you know the dance. I love it. Go, 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 go. Like, the Ninja Turtles not supporting that. Why are you throwing the Ninja Turtles under the bus like that? The Ninja Turtles are not going to support that. Like, they're not supporting that at all. They're not at this. At this the Ninja Turtles, if anything, the Ninja Turtles with us. Listen, in the 90s, they were with Vanilla Ice. So, and a lot of times, <laughs> people was with Trump. Like, but, but the Ninja Turtles is different. I was, yeah. I, that's, let's see. Other but corner. Have, other corner, other corner. See, the other corner is tough, right? It is tough. Who we gonna, who we gonna put out there? Right, the other it's corner is tough. It's one of our own, tough. our own. Let me think, who's gonna be on our side of it? Who could fight? Okay, so we need the matchup. So if the matchup is Vanilla Ice, then it's got to be MC Hammer. That's it? If the matchup is going to be Vanilla Ice... That's it! Then it's got to be MC Hammer. MC That's Hammer. It. And let me tell you something right now. MC Hammer would beat the dog <laughs> shit out of Vanilla Ice because Hammer is so underrated and so underappreciated. 
even in this culture, Hammer was the biggest star out there, the most gigantic, and put on for his city, Hammer is culture. And Hammer could fight. They talk about stories about Hammer from back in the day, and Hammer could fight. Hammer would beat the hell out of Vanilla Ice. Let's do this right here. This is the fight I want to see. So let's let's look. Hammer don't need it, by the way, because Hammer making a whole bunch of money out there in tech. He oh, making, is he? Hammer got him. a lot of bread. Hammer didn't bounce back. Hammer didn't shoot back. Let's see. Hammer is... How old is MC Hammer? Gotta be in his 50s. Well, yeah, definitely in his 50s. You know what I'm saying? MC I think Hammer. Vanilla is. Okay, you look up him. I'm looking up Vanilla. Let me see. MC Vanilla. Hammer. Vanilla. Vanilla Ice. MC Hammer is 58. Wow. I would guess that Vanilla Ice is either like 49 or 50. Probably like early 50s. You know what I mean? So I would say that. Um, He's 53. This is perfect. Perfect. Perfect matchup. Perfect matchup. They could they could fight and be their own halftime performance. Yeah. Yeah. Intermission. Ham- Intermission. Oh. And once again, Hammer would dance Vanilla Ice Absolutely. under the table. We found it. That's what we want to see. If the coach is going to get even, well, first of all, we're going to get even because Lamar Odom is going to put Aaron Carter in a J-A-B, a jab, a jab, <laughs> a jab, a little bit, jab, 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 jab. But if we, but I, I think that's a better one. I'm into that. Oh, Rachel, how does it feel to belong to a gender of hypocrites? That's really how you're going to start off this conversation? Mm-hmm. You want me to start talking women, about how sorry your gender is? I'm calling Go women ahead. out. Go ahead. I I'm can't wait for your DMs. Women, don't generalize. Out. Don't generalize. Not, how about this? Not all women. Okay. But the women on Twitter okay. have certainly acted extremely hypocritical mm. surrounding the nudes of Trey Songs. Okay? Okay. All right. Trey Songs, there was a video that dropped uh, of Trey Songs. Allegedly. allegedly. Allegedly of Trey Songs. It was a sex tape. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now the video was floating around on the timeline. Okay, uh, the video was out there. I saw it on the timeline. I'm not gonna lie. Did you see the video, Rachel? I did. You did. All right. You know, obviously, the video was gonna make women go crazy because it didn't look like a video of two people having sex. It looked like there was a brown elephant in the video. It was like a big trunk. It looked. You know what I mean? It looked like I thought it was a brown elephant. In the video, I'm like, this is Natural Geographic. It was like an elephant trunk on this poor lady's face. Like, what? Like, it, it's, 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 I felt bad for her. I was like, that's what you got to do. That's the whole thing. I feel bad when I, she sometimes. Looked, she, okay. She looked, yeah, look, you're she, like, she looked like he was having a good time. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm just saying, she didn't look like you needed to feel sorry for her. She, she looked like she, she was she looked like she, having I mean, a she good was, time. She was doing her thing. But you could clearly see this woman's face. Clearly, see this woman's face. Has she been identified? I don't know if she's been. How could you? You couldn't see past it. How? I mean, you yeah, could see yeah. parts of her face. You could see the outline of a face. Sure. So yeah, that's probably why she hadn't been. Been. I just, you know, it's the whole deal. But uh, this is what I'll say. I'll say the reaction to this was, oh no, we love Trey Songs, Trey, who now has an OnlyFans and stuff like that, and, and that's to be accept to be expected, right? That's, but. When analyzing this, and you think about how the leaking of somebody's nudes 
Revenge porn itself or things of this nature are handled when they're... Imagine if Trace, if that wasn't Trace Songs. Because this has happened before with women. It's happened before. that They've had their situations. And it's a huge, huge, big outcry about how upsetting it is to have your personal business put out there on the internet. And I did not see that same energy on Twitter. It seemed as if it was taken as a light laughing matter. The ladies loved it. Besides the fact that a woman's privacy was clearly violated to the degree that we know that it was, it didn't seem like there was any, hey, you guys, stop sharing this. This is somebody's personal and intimate moments. Does Mm -hmm. Trey Songz and the woman, do they not get that? Well, I don't think Trey Songz cares. So why are you trying to flip it on my gender? Let's go ahead and flip it back on yours. Because I saw equal, equal 50-50 where some people had a problem with the fact that this video was out here and the way that, that women were responding. Uh, like they were running to, to get to Trey songs as soon as possible, listening to his music, excited over what they saw. I saw an equal amount of women that were upset. But I want to flip it back on your gender. Flip it back. Trey songs seem to be relishing in the idea that this video is allegedly him. Not one time relish. did he take up. Yes, relish. Not one time did he take up for, did he say, he doesn't have to admit that it's him, but he has been posting videos, photos, and announced an OnlyFans in light of this, rather than saying, you know what, you know, like, I'm not saying it is me, or it's not, it is me, or it isn't, but at the end of the day, whoever it is, we need to respect the privacy. There's a woman that's involved that, did, that as far as we know, did not consent for this video to be out here. Instead... Right. He's posted with with uh, juvenile music in the background, talking about how big his nuts are. He's putting his hands in his pants. <laughs> he's putting his hands in his pants, nuts. looking at the camera. He's 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 enjoying it. And this this is coming off the heels of a man who allegedly has been involved in situations where he's been derogatory towards women, where women have accused him of being held against their will. Um, Kiki Palmer has her own story that she's been vocal about. And somehow we seem to look past that and give Trey Songz a pass because he looks good now in more than one place. Who is the we? Women. Okay, or so man, you're not... Men. Def- it might wait, not be wait, men, oh, wait, men wait, too. Wait, 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 wait. So you're not talking about my gender, then you're talking about your own. Well, I'm saying, but well, I'm sure it's not just women who were excited to see that picture. Okay. There are men who probably were excited to see it as well. well. Yeah. I mean, that picture video by by percentage, of course, there are going to be some men. So what I'm just saying though, that yes, there are women who are at fault for the information that they were, or the stuff they were putting on Twitter, but you also got to fault Trey Songs in this. He could have handled it completely d- in a different way, but instead he played into it and got a pass from it from those women that were supporting it. I have a problem with that. It'd been different if he 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 did way too much playing into it. All for the OnlyFans. All another, for the OnlyFans. So he had started the OnlyFans since before this. Okay, well I didn't know he had one until now, right. but now but now it's it's promotion. Subscri- it's free promotion. Did you subscribe I don't. OnlyFans? I'm not subscribing to any OnlyFans. This is toxic femininity at its worst. Okay. To- it's actually not. It's misogyny. It's, it's misogyny. The way he. Every, the- look, can I be honest with you? Everything yeah. in life is misogyny. That plant right there is misogyny. I'm sure. See, <laughs> see my plant right there, right? Oscar? I love Oscar. If we go through Oscar's life as a plant, in some kind of way, misogyny has something to do with why Oscar's there. Misogyny just fills up the, <laughs> it's the cracks in between everything. It's the whole thing. 
So there's definitely misogyny. We need to check it whenever we see it. And if you're checking it right now with Trey Songs, I'm on your side. If you're saying that Trey Songs should be better, but that's you're, but fine. you're enjoying the fact that you can flip it now. I'm not on enjoying the, the fact, really. Oh, should no, we go I'm back not, to your intro? No, look, I'm not <laughs> enjoying this. I'm saying to me, first of all, every time we do this, it's really to no end. Because what difference does it make That's whether true. or not women had some fun with it? Because the reality is, is that misogyny and sexism and all of that stuff just doesn't affect men the way it affects women. Cool. However, it is still worth noting that in this particular instance, there was no moral high ground to be had. Most of the people that were talking about this were talking about either that young lady's performance and kudos to her, or they were talking about anatomical gifts that Trey Songs may or may not have. And so my thing is, if in fact there is some lady somewhere who is like, damn, my all my business is out in the street. Mm-hmm. Don't we have to think about her? Isn't that Absolutely. the way that it works? Yeah, you think so. But you're, but you, I didn't, I just didn't see as much as that. This is all I'm saying. Yeah, I expect more. And, I expect, I'm, look, men are definitely disgusting. I gotta be honest with you. And this is so unfair, but sometimes I expect more from women, man. I, I can see that. I can see why you would say that. I think that, and I will agree with you on this, even that what the outrage that I did see was more so in comparison to Chloe, Chloe Bailey, and not why are we not concerned about this woman's identity? It's like nobody. What, what about Chloe Bailey? Well, they were just saying just last week you guys were um, upset at Chloe being provocative or you feeling like she was being too provocative in her Instagram. But now women are running to go talk about Trey songs and, and how big he is and are relishing in that. Wow. So I'm saying is that what I didn't see, though, is anyone, to your point, saying, hey, what about this woman? That's involved here. We don't yeah. even know if she consented to this. We don't know, you know, like we don't know anything about her. Nobody is speaking up for her on her behalf. So here's the thing. Number one, this was all probably planned in some way. So I, I, I it, 100% it, 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 agree. This was most likely planned. So I can't speak on behalf of this woman. I don't know who she is, but most likely this was all part of a larger thing, um, a larger thing uh, to get people, you know, amped up about about an OnlyFans account or something like that. I can't, but until you know something like that, you can't say about whether or not somebody consented to have a moment like that all over the internet. And I will say something else about you. You've been preoccupied this entire segment. I've seen it. You've used the term relish twice. And I know why you're thinking about relish because you're thinking about <laughs> sausage. You're thinking about sausage. I've never heard you say relish before. You've said it twice. I'm sorry. Can I not use a new word? Relish. Relish. Like, well, the mustard's off the hot dog now, man. <laughs> um, but look, you know, it like I, I it, we're, we're we're talking about this, but you do hope that nobody's life, the lives don't have to get destroyed for a viral moment. And I know that the ladies wanted to have some fun. And it, and it, to be honest with you, it makes total sense. I'm not about to be holier than now. I will tell you this. I actively now, in my old age, try to not watch leaks of things, if I can, 
like if a, like a if a woman's le- news news leaked, or I just re- despise the whole revenge porn thing. Mm-hmm. I despise the idea of somebody being naked against their will on it, the whole thing. But I'm not gonna lie and act like it doesn't happen. Of course, it happens. Things are out there. Well, and I mean, in this situation, I saw that Trey Songs was was trending. So I'm like, well, what is he trending for? And then you click it, and, and then, then all you of a sudden click, the video and then you see yeah. the video. So it's like I wasn't necessarily like all oh, like running in my Instagram trying to figure out see what the video looked like because I knew the details of it. All right, there it is, Rachel. She loved it. Trey, the whole nine. Everybody seen Rachel's true colors. Uh, let's take a break real quick. Are you looking for a view of the world that's a bit different? Hi, I'm Jason Palmer, a host of The Weekend Intelligence, a podcast from The Economist. Join us to hear the stories that matter most to our correspondents and editors. Every Saturday, we introduce you to people and ideas that take you outside the ordinary and expand your horizons one episode at a time. Join us and see the world from a new perspective. To listen free until May 31st, search Spotify for The Weekend Intelligence. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. All right, uh, Kiki Wyatt. If you guys don't know, Kiki Wyatt's a big-time singer from back in the G. She's still doing her thing right now. She was on a reality show for a long time. I think she was Which on the- one? There was an R&B diva show I think she was on. Okay. Uh, for a long time. Beautiful voice. Uh, beautiful mm-hmm. woman. She was popping. It was Kiki White and Avant. That's right. Do you remember that, you remember that era? Oh, yeah. Where's Avant? What's I Avant up to right now? I saw him in concert once. Did he you? He's great. I wonder about And it was people. one of those, I happened to walk in and he was on stage. It's not oh, like wow. I paid money to go see Avant. I love how you felt the need to clarify <laughs> that you didn't go to the Avant concert. <laughs> But I didn't I, spend money. I, I wonder about these guys. Like, where are they? Like, where's Avant? Do you remember Rome? Do you remember him? Rome? Yeah, but he was like a one-hit wonder. Was he? Was, was Rome, Rome wasn't around? I fuck with Rome. Did, I name, I was, two so, name two Rome songs. I can't name one Exactly. Rome but I remember oh, you can't Rome. can't name one. <laughs> nah, I remember Kiki White and Avant had my, was it My First Night With You? No, my, what was it? My First what Love. Was, my no? First Love. It was Is, My okay. First Love. My first love, and th- that was the whole thing. So my first uh, night with you is Monica. Oh my bad. I think, I think it's Monica. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, all right. So Kiki Wyatt, she ruffled some feathers. She is biracial, which, by the way, I never knew until now. I what? Saw her. I knew she was biracial. I didn't know it. I didn't know it. Didn't know it. Didn't know it. Uh, she talked about some things. Uh, she was on. With Mil- Milan Christopher, who was on Love and Hip Hop. Yes. And Christopher was talking about, uh, Milan Christopher was talking about how black Americans, I'm reading this, have been segregated, persecuted, hunted down, killed, and stolen from, and humiliated. Then Kiki Wyatt rolled her eyes. <laughs> All thanks to our friends at the Grill. 
and interrupted him and said, so have Mexicans and other people, honey. Black people are not the only ones that have gone through that. Uh, Kiki said that other races have suffered, including mixed-race people, which she is one of them. Rachel! Kiki is doing her thing! Is she? <laughs> she is. <laughs> she's talking. She's running her mouth. She's That's doing her what thing. She's doing. What are your thoughts on, what, on Kiki's POV? I mean, listen, it's not the first time somebody in the... I, I, I don't even want to say that she's... You have to understand what you're working with when it comes to Kiki. If you don't all know already, she has been previously asked, what do you identify, do you identify as a black woman? And she said, I'm a woman. Well, that tells me all you really need to know right then and there. The question is simple. Do you identify as black? She said, I'm a woman. And then she went on to say she's only 25% black. So if you're not identifying as a black woman, then you need to be quiet about what black women and black people go through. That's how I feel. You want to spe- specify that you're black and Native American and you're white. That's fine. That's that's your that's what you're made of. But then don't go speak on black issues. And I mean, I didn't even know this about Kiki. I knew she was biracial. I thought she was half and half. But I didn't realize how much she has distanced herself when she speaks about being a black woman. She basically says she is not that. I didn't know that she that her mother was white and that she grew up with her mother, her white mother, saying the N word. And her mother told her. That is okay to say, because when you're saying the N-word, you're just talking about an ignorant person. So it's not related to a specific race. If that's the mentality that that you had growing up as a child, that's what your mother taught you, then no wonder you're loose at the lips and saying these kinds of things right now. Your mother didn't teach you because she couldn't teach you the history of the N-word and how deep that runs and how the hatred that's behind that word, or as you said on this podcast, Van, the violence behind that word. Your mother told told you it wasn't race specific. It's just a stupid person. That's what we're dealing with with Kiki. Kiki grew up in a household where her mother told her she couldn't watch the movie, the mini TV series, I should say, Roots. So like, that's why we're, so anything that comes out of Kiki's mouth, I'm not listening anymore. Stop asking Kiki Wyatt questions about being black, black culture, black issues. She has proven once again that she is not for us, by us, none of that, none of that. She's a woman. Ask her gender specific questions. Gender specific questions for Kiki Wyatt. Obviously Kiki, uh, in my opinion, has everything all fucked up. Um, look, Look, she said later on, you know, I'm a nice person, but when you bring the nigga out of me, honey, it come out. So obviously, and called she, herself Shaquita. Shaquita, yeah, all of that stuff. Uh, look, here's the thing. Uh, it's a it's a racist trope to talk about what other people have gone through as a result of their experience in America. I don't minimize what anybody else has gone through. There were millions and millions and millions and millions of indigenous people living here in America north of the Rio Grande uh, before the arrival of, of the Europeans. You know, now there aren't. Now there's somewhere in the hundred thousands, maybe a little bit more. This is not meant to inflame or insult any of the indigenous people that listen to this podcast. We really appreciate your support. It is to say that atrocity uh, and degradation doesn't, nobody has a cultural ownership on, on that. Um, And because it's my respect for that fact that I don't mute people when they're talking about it. So because I respect what Black Americans have gone through, if I'm speaking to someone who is native to this continent and they talk to me about 
their experiences culturally, the repression, um, some of the ways they've been removed and stripped and erased. It's the respect that I have for what my people have overcome that connects me to what they're trying to convey, right? It's the fact that I get it. I understand what that means. Okay. The thing that makes you say, turn the page to somebody that's talking to you like that is a belief that, or not, a, not necessarily a belief, an inability to connect to what it is that they're talking about. An, in, an inability to humanize what it is they're talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Shut up real quick. Everybody has it tough. Well, it's not your job to sort of legislate like who can talk about what. You don't fix those rules. Like, why would you want someone to, to not discuss or articulate their uh, their condition? Right. Where, where does that come from? That comes from white supremacy. Mm-hmm. That's entrenched white supremacy. That comes from, why are you complaining? Everybody has a heart. Get out. I didn't do nothing to you. Right? And it shows me that Kiki Wyatt is aligned with whiteness, not just not blackness. She's aligned with whiteness in a very intimate way, which in a way makes sense. Her mom is white. Her mom has, her mom is, for better or worse, there are some out there that believe you can fuck your way into the black culture uh, or that you can hip hop your way into the black culture or that you can even study your way into the black culture. Well, I have a degree in African-American studies from Harvard. Then I was around. Which is how she the... talks about her mother. Right. So, and, and so those people believe that that rubber stamps in to come in and start spreading shit around. It mm-hmm. just doesn't. It, it, it doesn't. And even if it did, it wouldn't mean that your perspective was any more valid than anybody else's. So when Milan Christopher is talking about his experiences as a, as a black person in this country, what makes you want to silence him? Right. See, because that's not just ignorant. Uh, it's, it's dangerous. And it's, 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 it's pernicious. There's something which, you know, dangerous and pernicious are basically the same thing, but I'm trying to be smart here, you guys. Uh, but it's, it's, it's something deeper than that. And really, this is a, you know, not to take anything away from Kiki Wyatt, but she's not like first on the bill of people whose opinion on this kind of stuff matters. But it is it is interesting and I think warrants conversation to just explore the reasons why someone might say something like that or feel or fear, excuse me, or feel triggered enough to take that stand, right? Yeah. There was something that offended her about what it is he was saying. And I kind of don't get it. Like, I, I I think I understand it, but you would think that after this amount of time existing in within the, the, the realms of this culture that she'd have picked up on it. I don't That's think she thinks she has to because she speaks out of both sides of her mouth because in her mind, she's like, but I, but I am black and she's a percentage of black, but I'm also white. So she feels like she can give you both perspectives. Like, I understand. I'm not saying I agree with, but I understand why this has been this thought process and this line of thinking has been ingrained in her mind. It started at a very young age when we just listen to her talk about how she grew up, talk about her mom, talk about how her mom was involved in black culture. And she feels 
that she has, she is entitled to speak both sides and can do them both well because she's both. That's, that's to me how she comes across. And so then she's frustrated because she's like, you know what? I understand both sides. And that's why you see her rolling her eyes. I am black. I am Native American. I am white. So as if she is well-versed to be able to speak about every single group. And that's not the case. Well, you know what makes, you know what just dawned on me is when someone's talking to her and they're talking about what white people have done, uh, have done to black people or mm-hmm. white supremacy, she might be taking that personally because she identifies. No, she, she is. Identifies, right, and she doesn't want... You know what I want to do? I I think that... I, yeah, Rachel. I know you're shaking your head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we have to. No. Rachel, I think we have to. I think we have to formally invite either Kiki Wyatt or her mother onto this podcast or Def- maybe both of them. Definitely not her mother. Well, not what, I, I, not- look, to me, this fascinates me because it... Why it, is that fascinating to you? It, fa- it fascinates me because I didn't grow up... I, the way I grew up, that the only... The, in, in Baton Rouge, the only thing worse than being a nigger was a nigger lover. So if you... The... As as wrong-headed as they were sometimes, the white women that had slept with black that had slept with black men and were pushing around in piggly wiggly carts with kids hanging off of them with with curly hair and 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 light skin, they had to caucus with us. Yes, they had to because the rejection that they suffered on behalf of white society, especially growing up like that, was fucking palpable. You could feel the hatred that people would look but at. But she says this. I know, She's... but but it to me, there seems to be, and I'm, I'm not saying I knew a, a ton of these women, so maybe I'm, I, maybe there's something, there's a, there's a gap in my, in, in, in my thinking here, but it would seem, it seems like Kiki White and her mom are othering black people. It doesn't feel like that to you. Are and what black people? Othering black people. Oh. Saying like, they're, like they're, uh, I don't know. It's it's unfamiliar to see how someone doesn't understand that, and it, it, it I, I'm it's I'm you know, I'm curious. About I don't why think it's that she doesn't understand it. She's basic. She's truly what she's saying is all lives matter, and that that's that's what I take from from this conversation because she's like, I get that you're black and you're oppressed, but I went through a lot of oppression as a biracial person, and my mom went through oppression as a white person because she married a black man. That's what she's saying. Oppression so she's from like, whom? She's talking about oppression from black people? She's talking about oppression at, um, from white people, I believe, from what I from what I've read. So she's like, my mom grew up in all black neighborhoods. My mom could cornrow hair. This is what she was, this is the kind of stuff that she was saying. My mom, my mom could, could do cornrow all, hair. She said that. Yes, she said that. So she Jesus was trying to Christ. basically prove to us how in the culture her mom is. So she was, so she is saying, why do you keep talking about being oppressed? I was oppressed too with my 25% blackness, and my mom was, and she's all the way white. So it's like, I don't even want to invite that. So I, I know where she's coming from. I still think it's ignorant. Mm. All right. Well, we'll see. Um, I'm interested in talking to all people mm. who don't make any fucking sense. And Kiki <laughs> Wyatt and her mom, you guys are not making any fucking sense right now. Milan Christopher, keep doing what you're doing. I don't, I, look. It, she could come. Tell Shaquita to come on. Tell That's that, that's her alter ego, I guess. That's what uh, she said. I'm going to be real with you right now. It seems like you're calling her hands right now. It seems like you're saying, it seems like you're calling her, because you do this a lot. It seems like you're calling her hands. It seems like you want smoke. I invited Shaquita on the podcast. It seems like you, you want smoke. You invited Kiki Wyatt. 
it, it seems like you want smoke. Once again, shout out to my natives, my indigenous people. They had a way of making signals. They wanted smoke. It seems like you want some of that smoke. I will give you the smoke, Rach. I can't wait. We haven't had that moment yet where you just We haven't had that moment somebody. where you where you have. Because we haven't had the right guess. I'm trying to look, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you right now that I really think she in an intellectual way that I'm I'm willing to parse apart why that might be a thing. I think it's interesting, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Stay tuned. Maybe she'll maybe she'll be here. Oh, uh, okay. Uh look, I'm not gonna go through a whole full throated sort of recap of The Bachelor. I'm just going to go ahead and go straight to it. First of all, I, I like the fact that the bullies got what was coming to them. Yeah. Yeah, he cleaned house. He cleaned house of the bullies. It That had to happen. What was her name? Anna? Anna. I don't want to... Skeletor. Had to get out of here. Had to go back to Snake Mountain. Okay? <laughs> I, like, I'm, 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 I'm glad that he cleaned house. It was, it was good to see. Low weenie rating on this show. Okay. All right. You were a fan Low of him winning this week. Rating. So yeah, he was he was pretty cool on the show. Okay. So normally we say the weenie rating is the the Matt James weenie roast. It's normally up to five weenies that he could get. <laughs> he would have only had 0.5 weenies on this show. Okay. Let me let me tell you why he's getting three. Okay. The reason Whoa, why he's, I the thought re- you were a fan. The you- reason why he's getting three is because of you. What? You brought Matt James on, on extra. Okay. And you allowed him to do the most weenerest, weenest, <laughs> cleanest the weenest thing that he has done again. You you made him dance again. Can I defend myself? And he myself? was horrible again. Why would you weenie him like that? Can I defend myself? So Please do. I did not come on to extra in or into that interview with intentions to weenify Matt. I was trying to Tosh.0 him. Right? I was trying to give him his redemption moment. Right? Did you watch Tosh.0? Mm-hmm. Like, I was giving him the opportunity to redeem himself. You know how he has those segments. So I thought, here's an opportunity for him to redeem himself. If you, if you caught the full interview, which they didn't show, I said, Matt, I'm disappointed. We got to talk about this. This ain't, this ain't great. What happened? I feel like this was very Gen Z of you. You could have done this with Maggie. And he goes, no, no, no. I killed that hoe. Oh, so you're doubling down. He said, if I had had music, I would have killed that hoe. I said, okay, Matt. Well, if that's how you feel, let's do it again. I'll get up and do it with you. And then due to le- uh, legal issues, we couldn't uh, play the song. <laughs> so once Jesus again, he sat in silence. <laughs> couldn't play the song. So, but so he, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get that he was in on that he was the joke. He does not understand that. So, your name is Oscar Ferdinand Meyer because you invented a weenie. <laughs> okay. I, just I didn't it invent it. That's the guy who founded the first. Where do you think <laughs> Oscar Meyer was founded? Do you know this? Um, I would say 1942. 1859. Wow. Before slavery? In Germany. Oh. Before, yeah, yeah, pre-slavery. By a couple of years there. Pre-slavery. But before Germany. slavery. But yeah. Germany. Uh, yeah. But look, yeah, I mean, you weaned him. Other before than the that, end of slavery is what I should the end say. Of, I know. But, but you weaned him. It was pretty, it was kind of a pretty blah episode besides that, to be honest with you. It wasn't much going on. You know what I mean? You'll probably have more of those as they start to focus on the love story. But preview show, a girl's coming back. 
You mentioned Hannah B earlier on the podcast. Hannah B's best friend Hannah rolled B. up, rolled up to the to the show. Why? Hannah C. Um. So look, but uh, that's somebody that Matt used to like, right? They used to date or something like that. No, not at all. That's not the case. She's just from Bachelor World and wanted to be on his season. She has no friends. She has no friends. Friends, oh. real friend wouldn't let you do that. Wow. Once again, more shade for you. You're not trying to fight her, but you give her the shade. All right. Uh, <laughs> mailbag time. Let's get it. Okay. From Janet Gardner. How would your siblings describe you in three words? Oof. Hyper. Siblings. Siblings. Okay. Hyper. Annoying. Uh, aloof. Okay. Ooh, aloof. Uh-huh. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, sensitive, confrontational, and wild. Interesting. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. All right, Jackson, next question. From Corinne Cole Bauer, if you could give a TED Talk on anything, what would it be? Uh, <laughs> if I could give a TED Talk on anything, what would it be? The I feel MCU. like you have a list of this in your notes. Nah, it would really be, really, it would be about the, the MCU. MCU? I'm so happy I know what that means now. Yeah, it would be about, it would be about the importance of myths in culture building. Why stories of superheroes galvanize us so much and inspire us so much. It would be about the importance of that. That's what I would talk about. What about you? And the subtitle would be Blurds. Blurs. Would you like to tell people what MCU stands for? Because not everybody knows. Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe. I know that now. (laughs) Honorary Blurred. Honorary Blurred. (laughs) Oh, what would I speak about? I I would talk about, you know, when I do talk to like college students, I I talk about what I wish somebody would have told me when I was in their seat. Uh And I feel like I always was doing what people wanted me to do. And living somebody else's life. So I would speak on um, whose life are you living? And I would talk from Ooh, that perspective. Hell yeah. That's hell good, yeah. right? Last question. Um, do you guys want another describe yourself but differently? Or do you want a food question? Food. Aww. From DeAndre Vallejos. Apologies, DeAndre, for mispronouncing your name food. last time. <laughs> oh, by the way, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about DeAndre. DeAndre's, DeAndre's boyfriend got at me. No. Because Deandra is one of our most loyal listeners. I know that. And a mailbag veteran. And you wrote her name I miss, as Deandre. Yeah. I know that. And I said Deandre and her boyfriend <laughs> hit me like, yo, like, why you, why you, why you, why you coming my girl like Deandre? I like him. She got and mad at me. She came at me too. Yeah, well, get the shit right. I, I mistyped it. <laughs> I mistyped in the docs. That's why I'm apologizing, formally apologizing, DeAndre. I apologize. If we had merch, we would send you something, DeAndre. <laughs> She's back though. From DeAndre yeah. Vallejos, what's your favorite breakfast food? Bake, 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 bake pancakes. <laughs> okay, cinnamon toast. Cinnamon toast. I've never actually had real cinnamon toast. Oh, my mom used to make it for us. How, how do you make? How do you make it? Okay, so you get the bread, uh-huh. wheat. You can't do white because it gets too soggy on the back. Yeah, wheat bread. That's true. You put the butter, and then she had already mixed the cinnamon sugar together. So it's one spoonful of cinnamon, two spoonfuls of sugar. 
That's the recipe. Shake it up, you sprinkle it on, and then you broil it. Mm, And then you get it just burnt enough to where the edges start to burn. It's so good. I'm not going to lie. That sounds like some real niggerish shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It seemed like, it seemed like, it was that that seemed like I, I mean, I've never had it. I know I know that that's something that people do, but what we would do, what my dad would do, my dad would make <laughs> syrup sandwiches. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom loved yeah, those. Yeah, I see what I'm saying. That seemed like some real. I mean, some, listen, we, they had to, my, my parents some come from and humble put some cinnamon on it. They come from humble sugar. beginnings. You know what I mean? They, and my mom, you know, she grew up inner city Houston. My dad grew up on a farm, so you know, like they were creative with it, and it's my yeah. favorite breakfast food. Really. Favorite. Just straight up carbs on carbs. Mm. Cinnamon, cinnamon and bread. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try to make some cinnamon toast. Nope. Uh, all right. That's <laughs> enough for Mailbag. <laughs> uh, Rachel, do you have an unexpected ally of the week? Uh, yes, I do. My unexpected ally of the week is Ulta Beauty. You ever been in an Ulta before? I have. There's one right next to the Target here in uh, West Hollywood. Okay. So Ulta created a new position for Tracy Ellis Ross, your girl. Yeah. She is going to be um, the new diversity and inclusion advisor. So part of this initiative is that they are going to prompt. They're promising to have black owned brands okay. and they're promising to invest four million in marketing for these brands. And then they're going to have a 20 million dollar uh, larger campaign to reach out to customers of color and other underrepresented communities. Then they're also going to institute a training program. So their wow. in-store staff can better uh, accommodate people of color in their stores. And Tracy Ellis Ross is going to be the advisor for this. That's pretty cool. That is amazing. I will Shout be shopping Ulta at Beauty. Ulta now, probably Shout over Sephora. to Ulta Beauty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my unexpected ally of the week is all the Clubhouse listeners. Because what? the way they've been hanging on the nuts... Elon Musk, not oh. all the people on Clubhouse, but so many people on Clubhouse have been hanging on the nuts of Elon Musk, mm-hmm. riding his goddamn nuts, riding it. You're like riding his nut, 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 nut wagon. You know what I mean? So many people have been doing it that it's finally run me off Clubhouse. Whoa. Oh, I had to, some of the shout out Royce 5'9, Glass Malone, Bishop Brigante, Just Blaze, Mouse Jones, goes. the whole crew. There he goes, y'all. We were, we were running <laughs> rooms on Clubhouse. We had some of the best rooms, and they still got some of the littlest rooms. Go into all of those rooms over there, the Monday Meetups crew. Shout out to all of them. But I just can't do it. I just can't do it. The nut slalom riding down the Milky Mountain of Elon Musk's nuts. Dodging pubic hairs like they're trees on a ski slope. I can't fucking handle it. I don't get it. I can't handle the the, 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 the dick riding. I can't. I don't understand how you can even get addicted to Clubhouse. Maybe I'm not doing it right. I don't understand how you're that distracted by all the Elon Musk rooms that it's bothering your time. It's on it, Clubhouse. It, it's just I didn't do these rooms. I'm just sick of the whole thing. Shout out to okay. Club. By the way, Clubhouse is great. You guys go do your Clubhouse things. I have no money in Clubhouse. I'm not dissing anybody on Clubhouse. We're all in the pandemic trying to figure out the best way to pass the time and still connect with people. If Clubhouse is that for you, is that for you? Elon Musk fucking ruined Clubhouse for me. Is he in the chat rooms or are they just about him? He was him? in one. Okay. 
And, you know, it just he just ruined it for me. I've had some of the most fun on some of these clubhouse rooms. People have solved problems. People have aired out grievances, all of that. But now it's like, you think Elon Musk going to bring Pac back from the dead. It's like stupid shit. It's like dumbass. Oh, Elon, move, ho, ho, ho. Get off that nigga nuts. Oh, you know what? That's it. It's over. Podcast done. Like I can't. I like. I'm getting. I'm getting triggered. Okay. Like, <laughs> wow. Like, I'm, get, I'm, okay. I'm getting triggered. I'm getting triggered. All I'm getting right. Triggered. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do your closing. I'm, I'm getting triggered. Uh, well, thank you, Rachel. Uh, okay, <laughs> guys. Uh, that's it for us. Tell your thing caps off, but do not stop learning. I'm Van Lathan. I'm Rachel Lindsay. Yeah. We out. 